trapped in this wasteland. I am the one who runs from both the living and the dead. A man reduced to a single instinct. Survive. Welcome to the I'll See You in Hell podcast. My name is Oliver. I'm here with my buddy, Nathan. Say hello, Nathan. Hello. How art thou? <laughs> and uh, one of our repeat guests is his brother, Jason. Say hello, Jason. Hello. All right. We are covering the 2015 uh, film, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, this is a, a bit of a change for us. We're covering something fairly modern, but this movie is incredible. and We're very excited to discuss it. Um, I'll give a brief synopsis of the plot. Uh, in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, a woman rebels against the tyrannical ruler in search for her homeland with the aid of a group of female prisoners, a psychotic worshiper and a drifter <laughs> named Max. Um, that's first the off, best summary I could describe. But go ahead. First off, 2015, I feel like it was like just like last year. Or mm. like two, I don't feel like it was five years ago already that it came out. That seems yeah. like... I was going to say that. Actually, I was like, I was surprised when I was like, oh, man, just because like also years? because five years would be plenty of time for Hollywood, greedy Hollywood to have done a, you know, to have really pushed for a sequel in that time yeah. for how well it did. So, and I know that I feel like the last thing I read, like Tom Hardy, you know, wasn't necessarily on for a sequel or that the sequel would have been about Furiosa or younger Furiosa. So yeah. you know, it's, but I, and then also George Miller, the guy who did it, right, Jason, he's, he also sort of said like, kind of didn't want to do another one. So I don't know if that's going to be the case I, or not, but well, I feel, yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like they're it did so well. I I'd almost rather just say okay, let's go out on a high note and just leave it at that, or yeah. you know, wait until you've really got like wait until you've got something else that is really awesome, like this last one, right? It took a long yeah. time because they went from the first one, which you know nobody saw, is mm -hmm. super long time ago. It's like a cult classic, right? Did George Miller yeah. do all these? Yeah. Did George yeah. Miller do all of these? George yes. Miller? Yeah. Okay, he did. So yeah. then so then you got the Road Warrior, which that's where it kind of like blew up. It's like, oh. Uh, and then... Uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, bro. Beyond Thunderdome, yeah. but I don't think that was received as well. I don't think people liked it as much. 
I agree. I think the re- I think Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome attempted to be a bit more commercial than the others, yeah. and as a result, got a little away from what was yeah. pure about the originals. This got back to the sort of like core essence of what makes this this storyline and this sort of uh, canon, for lack of a better word, better. And um, one of the things you know, I, I obviously uh, provided the overall plot, but essentially the story is a chase followed by a race. Um, it's really that simple. It's like there's a chase at the beginning and then it turns into a race. And that's like, you really, that's as simple as the plot gets. Um, and I yeah. think it's, it's, it's so amazingly done. It's, I don't know, like Nathan, to your point about like, you know, surprisingly it's 2015 and they haven't turned out like three or four sequels. I got up this morning. I was kind of up early and I watched beginning to end all of the DVD extras on this. Essentially oh, wow. DVD hmm. extras. Bam. And it's, this movie had basically one of the most challenging creations I've heard of. Like, first of all, George Miller thought of this movie on a plane in 1995. Wow. He, he story, he storyboarded it for five years in 2000. They were, they had literally started production. They had, they were going to have Mel Gibson play the character. Um, They had even built the vehicles. And then what happened was 2001, nine 11 happened. And because the U S dollar collapsed, the Australian budget got cut by 25%, so they suspended it. Then flash forward another nine years and they started production again in 2010 and uh, they had some sort of crazy flood that almost like like ended the world in Australia, some like 100 year flood. Um, So then they suspended production again and then finally in 2012, they got it off the ground. So this movie had like quite a cursed background when it came to like creation and they had Mel Gibson cast uh, originally. And they even talked at one point about um, what's his name? Heath Ledger. uh, Oh, sure. Yeah. He played Joker. Who's obviously an Australian actor of some note and he would have played Max. And then he, uh, he obviously died in 2009, but uh, I could have seen that. Yeah. He would be good. Again, people that haven't, people that, are uh, tuning in this podcast because they're just fans of Jason versus uh, uh, actually actually wanting to hear us talk about Fury Road. <laughs> just know that this is the sequel, right? This is yeah. the Tom Hardy, Charlie's Theron sequel to yeah. uh, you know uh, the, uh, the Road. Uh, what's the first one called? Road Warrior. Oh gosh, I should uh, know this. Second one. The first one. First, first one's called Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max. First one's Mad uh, Max. Yeah. Mad Max and Road Warrior. Then uh, you know, then uh, Beyond Thunderdome, and then yeah. this yeah. one. But uh, so you know, if you've watched those, this is the other one that you should want. definitely watch this if you haven't seen it yet. It's pretty fucking awesome. So this is so this is canon. So this is the same character because in the yeah. beginning, in the first like the first thing that happens, you hear a voiceover, and he says uh, he says like once I was a cop, a Road yeah. Warrior. So, so you know that's the same guy because I was. I think there was some sort of question whether it was the exact same guy or you know whether yeah. it was a prequel or a sequel or whatever. But I'm obviously it's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, obviously the same guy, uh, as I far mean, as I know. Whoever. Yeah. Who who was questioning that? I just read it online because people um, weren't exactly sure whether it was. I mean, he's literally the character's name that he's that he's Mac billed, billed at is Max Rockatansky. That's the yeah. character's name in the original movie. Yeah. yeah, and I kept looking for it. I was like making sure because they were showing the little flashbacks of his kid getting run over. Remember, Jason? Yeah. Who ran him? Who ran him over? By the way, in the first movie. Uh, like who? Was it a, like was the, it the gang that yeah, ran the him ga- over? The gang ran them over. Who? who that, oh, that, that led by that guy. That's 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 Toad Cutter. Toad right? Or he's a Night Stalker. Or is he no, just the Night Rider is the guy in the beginning. Night Rider. I am the Night Rider. 
Yeah. Those yeah. listening, that's not the dude. That's the police car. Yeah. I'm scrolling through the pictures of uh, the original Mad Max, which came out in 1979. Damn. Um, yeah, long time. That ago. Was I mean, look, Max von Sydow no, in it. Uh, yeah, I think it did. Uh, I think he was in Road Warrior. Oh, Max von uh, Sydow. I don't. Yeah, I think, maybe not. I think you're uh, thinking of. I'm thinking of the other guy who's like the lead, who's the main cop guy. I think that he has to deal with. Okay, so here's the here's the cast member that's in the is also in this one. The, the gentleman who plays the bad guy who plays. Yeah, Morton uh, Joe, yeah. So he's yeah. a Morton Joe. So that so I'm pretty sure he's not the same guy, right? Because he died no. in the first one. So yeah, yeah. But it's the same actor. It's the same actor. Yeah, which yeah, is badass. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. Uh, Morton Joe is. Uh, he was an incredible badass. bad guy. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole dynamic is just first one too. So. Yeah. Okay, so why, Jason, do they first off? Why do all the so Morton Joe's the main bad guy? He's a he's a dude that has boils all over his back. He looks like he's mm-hmm. not yeah. hadn't seen the sun in forever. He's got he's long got a breathing hair. Machine. Yeah, he's got a breathing machine, a weird plastic like body armor with like with metal <laughs> I think that's with, so with, great. With, with metals on it that are for like the Indy Five Hundred and a bunch of other. But also, it's one of those you know like the like the quote unquote Roman breastplate that looks yeah. like yeah. you know a naked man's abs and chest and whatever <laughs> yeah, it's like through. that but it's like clear plastic and then you can see like the the space between the ab muscles that are mm. is like painted to make it like so what put that over top of him and like oh look at this guy. so what's so so the war boys yeah, the yeah. war boys guys God, so wh- boys. why why do they all have why do they all have cancer do they ever explain I, that? I think that everybody there well, has may, cancer. I don't know, maybe not everybody, but many people there have cancer of some of some sort, probably from radiation or being out in the fucking sun all the time, or and did or they whatever. Did they ever describe? Did they ever in any of the movies talk say why, like what happened to the Earth? Yeah, well, they, in the beginning. Get- of the- yeah, this one they talk about a little bit. They, you know, like they, we spoiled the plan. Like it talked, there's like that little dialogue or that little narration at the beginning that talks about like. Yeah, they say like nuclear skirmish, I think. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Okay. And I know, because I know I like think... in Road Warrior, or no, whichever one where he's talking to the kids and they, he's mm. telling them about the past and there's like an airplane and they fly over. Yeah, yeah, Thunderdome, yeah, Thunderdome or whatever. Dome. Yeah, I can't remember if they were talking about it in there. Okay, nuclear war and stuff. Was, okay. Yeah. There seems to be a decent amount of water. Seems to be there seems to be a decent amount of water, and especially gas. Well, first off, this is one of those ones where you're always like, if you're a science nerd, which I am not, you would go like, uh, gas won't last that long. <laughs> you would say that well, again. Well, getting getting back to the purity of the story, though, I love that bit because you think about it like these guys. So this little society where this bad guy ruled had access to aquacola, which was the water. Yeah. Then there was the bullet farm, and the bullet farm had access to all the necessary ammunition that anybody would need. <laughs> and then there was the guy Gastown, and Gastown is where you, I mean. So it was this constant struggle between these three nations and like negotiation between the three and there was that sort of agreement like they would trade aquaculture so, or, or so i was under the impression and yeah. correct me if i'm wrong but i'm under the impression watching this that that immortan joe is the head of the family and yeah. he rules over the citadel and then mm. his brothers i don't know yes. if maybe they just say brother like you know not nah, yeah like religious brother or or brother as an actual brother, because the two dudes, the guy, the the people eater from yeah. 
from Gastown, yeah. and then yeah. the dude from the Bullet Farm. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Th- I, I want to think uh, it makes me think that they're actual brothers. Either they that control or control these but... three places. They have a gas refinery, like from the first, uh, from the Road Warrior, right? Road Warrior. Yeah. That, that, that what they were fighting over there. They have a gas refinery, and then they have like maybe some mines where they're getting whatever they got to get to make gunpowder and lead mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. Uh, and so that they, that that is actually one thing controlled by the Citadel, you know. That was my sort of idea too. There could be, of course, some little political infightings and stuff, but they all seem to yeah. take orders from Morton Joe, yeah. except for well, the bullet guy who just sort of went ahead at one he point just, <laughs> after he got his eyes all blasted. <laughs> yeah. and the He's other like, guy's all about the figures, like, oh, we wasted this and this, and and <laughs> we spent all this and this thing, and you're, you know, running us. Yeah, out here, <laughs> he just talks shit to him. Money yeah, nineteen guys died or whatever and stuff yeah. like that. He's yeah, like yeah, that, tallying yeah. up, you know. But they also the costs them, of all this. I think one of them calls him. A, a number of them call him dad at one point. You know, like well, a number. Yeah, of, he has but, kids. Well, he does, but I think a couple of the other guys I feel like called him that too. But he so oh. he has Rictus. Right, mm-hmm. Rictus is also the guy. Rictus, who, Rictus, yeah. Rictus is the guy who uh, Brad Pitt killed in the, well, the very first fight scene. Oh shit! Uh, Troy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the manchild. His, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Rictus. I had a baby brother, uh-huh. and he was perfect <laughs> in every <laughs> way. Yeah. Hey, Rictus. He lost a baby brother. Perfect in every way. I had a baby brother! I had a little baby brother! And it was perfect! Perfect in every way! <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes in that movie. I, I, I love it. That's I love that I love that one. And the other part of what the Rickness I love is spoiler alert, but uh when Splendid or she has like two names. It's like Splendid. Her name is Splendid Splendid Angharad. Yeah. So he so when she gets almost killed. Mm. Um, yeah. I love it when Rictus, Jason. Did you love it when? What did Rictus do when she almost gets killed? When she, when who? Wait, when when when, 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 they're, when they're chasing? Yeah, yeah. And she gets almost gets knocked off the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she falls off. Yeah, he, he has that he's giant like, machine gun. He's got that. Yeah, he's just firing it off <laughs> yeah. and screaming. Ah, and then he shoots in the air. Oh yeah, <laughs> in, in pain. His yeah. rage. Yeah, yeah rage, he's like, yeah. That's the greatest. Oh, but uh, let's talk about a little bit about how much they love the cars. Oh, so Dude, good! Like how the much they everything were, and how much their their society revolves around the car. Well, everything yeah. about and the society is about BH, salvage, BH. and they yeah. they take every single piece of everything and turn it into something functional. And again, yeah. I I I I just if you watch the extras, the the detail that they went into about like even. Even the things about the steering wheels were very like you know nuanced, and they like some of them had skulls that were man-made, or some of them had actual skulls. Like that was a sign of, mm-hmm. of higher worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I mean, essentially the thing to also remember the fleet of cars as they yeah, were coming. Jesus. You have to think of that as an armada because that's how the director and the producers felt about it. That's why they even had a drummer boy. You know who the drummer boy was? It was the fucking guy with the guitar. That was essentially yeah. the drummer boy of right. the armada. So <laughs> like, and it made sense when you think about it because like, obviously if the armada is a bunch of gas powered, like hot rods and shit, the noise is going to be at such a level that you have to have like a, like a heavy metal guitarist with, with a drummer, like with like four drummers. I mean, it was just so incredible. Like it's yeah. impossible to really as, articulate. As the soundtrack is just, yeah, it, it was, it's just so freaking intense. 
while yeah. that stuff's going on. And as I was saying, like 70% of this thing is a fucking car chase. Like yeah. I had forgotten. And that's like every one of these movies. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's like 70% is a car chase. And it's, uh, you know, the, like you were saying, the amount of practical effects they did for car chases yeah. and for, I mean, they did do some CGI. So, you know, obviously a bunch of that when cars like hit, like one time the car hits like a big divot in the road and like you could yeah. see it for a split second or whatever. But the amount of practical effects they did with this and the actual cars is just i mean i gotta tell you I, you know until as everyone loves cgi it gets it's pretty good yeah. but uh it's still not you know it's not practical man and if you could do shit with practical it's gonna look well because it is real it's gonna look real yeah i mean everything with the cars they shot for real the parts that were cgi were like you know like if it were driving into a big dust tornado or, yeah right, or the, land, right, the right. landscapes were cleaned up or if they yeah. you know they took out some wires if they had stuntmen that were jumping off with wires and they you know they would clean that up yeah it's, it's it's really a it's a masterpiece when it comes to special effects i don't oh, think yeah. there's anything that i can think of in the last 10 years that's come close and you know and you can tell i mean it took them close to 15 years to make this movie so clearly they were working hard on it and they had something like three thousand storyboard cells you know those little like um boxes that you see on storyboards where they have like each shot kind of figured out it was it was insane like the amount of detail they put into this movie so what do we think of the story the plot line of this which is you know not so much you know they you go into it i mean it's called mad max so mm -hmm. but then they kind of focus a lot on furiosa um how did you how what, did you like her character what did you think about that Jason. Ahead, Jason, I have a lot of oh. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I thought it was great, actually. Um, she does a real good job. She has an interesting, like it, it you know, it, that it turns out that she was stolen as a child. Mm -hmm. uh, her, apparently her mother with her brought yeah. back to this place. Her mother dies within you know, like a few days from day know, three. Blood, right. Yeah. And then she spends her time growing up in that environment never forgetting this place at some point becoming this imperator which is you know like a like a general, general. centrally yeah. right uh and and during that time apparently like making these runs to see if she can get to this try and figure out how to get back to this place like mm -hmm. by herself mm -hmm. right going out on her own yeah. and then finally you know i see she had to be I'm undercover for seven thousand days basically yeah for yeah. seven thousand days you know this in the back of her mind and then at some point and this is never it's never covered right you only kind of get bits of it but at some point right she gets she comes into contact with the treasures and miss giddy, giddy yeah i think her name is i have a, a, right? dude by the way let me stop you and they the, yeah. i put in this i put on the uh closed captions yeah so yeah. awesome because oh, yeah. i you see no, no. so many i got everyone's name now Miss yeah, Gideon yeah. spelled with a G. Anyways, go ahead. But I yeah, yeah. a lot of that was that's where I, I turned that on because at the very beginning where uh, they're hooking the, everything up right after you know uh, Max is captured and everything. Yeah. Where they're hooking everything up, and I I could never figure out what in the hell they were yelling, but they're saying mm. uh, comma crazy. Comma yeah, comma crazy. crazy yeah. Uh, War boys, and then you know <laughs> yeah, it, it was so they much say it later on too. I was like, oh okay, yeah. The, de uh, the deg is the blonde chick. The deg, she says, yes. She said something about a. He's a comic crazy. I thought it was Cheeto, but it's Cheeto. Yeah, it's Cheeto. Cheeto. Yeah. So there, it was very enlightening throwing yeah. the. Uh, yeah, close guy. Uh, Sorry, I got it. But yeah, no. Uh, so you don't get any of that backstory. You just come into the middle of this thing where she's putting her plan into action. 
right? Yeah. She's taken off and nobody had, nobody has any idea. And it's so interesting too, to see the, the culture of these war boys, right? Who are following yeah. their general and she does something totally off book. Like, she's just like, we're doing this now. And they're just like, yeah. mm, they okay, go with it. we're doing exactly. this now. That was because awesome. Because they're you taught know, to up, follow the hierarchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The war and boys, the whole culture of the world boys, the whole like like uh, ranking and sort of uh, discipline that they all yeah. followed. I and they, it was awesome. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't realize that the, the black uh, grease paint right. is yes. for the Imperators. Yes. Right? You yeah, only she see gets the... Attacked the, the she yeah. gets attacked by one later in the movie. Like there's yeah, a, yeah. a scene in the back she of the does? truck or something. Yeah, she gets attacked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Because the, the other Imperator guys are riding with uh, Immortan Joe. Dude, yeah. I need to go and back so and look at that now. I didn't there, even notice. She, has, she gets into a fight with one and fucking throws yeah. him into the wheels. Oh, oh finally. that wasn't the guy with the full black mask, though. That was... Uh, uh, no, he had... Was he guy, did, so no, they, no, no. Okay, I gotta that go look. Yeah, that's... Movies, he's yeah. just on his... Yeah. They got the yeah. full black mask, by the way, Jason. So, did you yeah. notice his... Did you notice the detail on that guy's backpack? With the with the doll at the... The at doll the, head, on the just like the guy in Road Warrior. Was it Road Warrior or was it... Oh, Thunder. No. maybe it's Thunder Thunderdome, and the he's mm-hmm. guy kept getting killed or almost yes. killed, and then yes, he yes. kept crawling back up. Thunderdome. But yeah, that, that was, was a callback yeah. to that because that guy was crawling all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking awesome. That was yeah. pretty great, actually. So, yeah. so about the War Boys and about so Jason. Yeah. Why were they always trying to get a Morton Joe's attention? Oh, oh because dude. they well, because he was a he was a religious icon to them. He was he was basically a deity or like Trump or something. Is. Yeah, Trump? no, it was more like the Pope. You know, yeah, like uh, a like a manifestation of God right yeah, there, and like yeah. he even in the beginning when he says, "You, my my mighty war boys will ride from ride with me to the roads of Valhalla or whatever." Yeah, and shiny that's essentially, and chrome. essentially, yeah, exactly, and it, it basically says that like if you if you die well, we will see each other again in the afterlife, and we will get glory together. And like the witness me thing part was a whole different thing. Cause I remember Dude. like that part where the guy like jumps off the back of the truck and, and oh, y'all yeah. get very excited Dude, about it. Dude, that blew my mind <laughs> when I first saw that. It blew my mind. The whole, yes. the whole like he's sitting there, like when he goes down, like he's shot. like, oh, shot. And then like hit one hits him like right there. Right by the, by the eye. eye. One right hits him in the chest. And he goes down and everybody kind of pauses for a moment to watch. Yeah. And then he, pulls himself up and goes and they grab they, they have that fucking thing on their belt the spray can yeah. or the spray bottle of the, the silver paint they all over yeah. their teeth like ah so so why do they like, do that is it get them high do you think no i don't think so i think that's just a ceremony basically it's oh. like, i'm about to die so i kind of thought it might get them a little high and they would just like you know i mean maybe paint and get you I high mean, you huff it but the it might be something to say that oh go ahead oh i was gonna say that whole religion thing though is 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 fantastic when they yeah. when they first start beating the drums and uh what is it nux is sitting there feeling like shit getting hooked up to uh <laughs> octane yeah his blood yeah. bag and they go running down the hall and there's that like tree or pile of uh of steering wheels, wheels it was right? an and altar, they go up an and they altar like, of steering wheels they, altar, yeah, yeah. An altar of steering wheels and they pull them up off of there and it's like That's they're great. you know they're giving thanks and they're holding it up in praise and then they go running off yeah. to do their basically like their car keys yeah. right they're like yeah, they're, yeah. they're magical that was the other thing the way that those those things they all come off like the you, yeah, yeah. You, uh, it's like a possession that you can take. It's mm-hmm. like taking the, the wheel off of your bike when you park it so that nobody yeah, can run off with it. And everybody's exactly. got their own yeah, mm-hmm. oh, man, driver's license or something. But yeah, it's uh, and then, you know, the drivers were better than the, you know, riders and mm-hmm. the, you know, that sort of thing. And um, 
I did like how, you know, <laughs> yeah, I did like how they, uh, you know, they would hook up the blood bag. And I assume that's just sort of because, you know, you're putting in fresh blood versus your cancer. Well, if they're all dis- if they're all diseased, they need they need healthy uh, they need healthy blood on occasion, and so that's possibly why you know, and some of them might be more diseased than others. And you know, yeah. I love. Then they also like tattoo on the back of Tom Hardy, like his condition yeah. and his and his yeah. blood quality. Yeah. And all I actually, that yeah. a screenshot of that. It says a uh, negative uh, yeah. universal donor. Two good eyes. Two good eyes. It says uh, genitals, something intact, multiple. Yeah. Stars, <laughs> <laughs> oh, negative, high octane, universal donor, uh, lone right. road warrior, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, it yeah. says uh, I took a screenshot of it because I was like, what does it say on it? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's just I want to get bottom. I want to get back to that question you asked, Nathan, because uh, you talked to Jason about like the fact that Charlize Theron was really the main character of this film. I think that is absolutely true. And I remember at the time this movie getting a lot of positive press because it was actually such a strong portrayal of a female character in an action movie. Um, and I, you know, when I launched this podcast, I sent the list of movies to, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, a friend of mine. And she, uh, she was critical of our movie list. She goes like, there's not a lot of female leads in those movies. And I'm like, you know, Alien Alien has has an incredible, uh, female lead. This movie has an incredible female lead. Uh, the, the gender Mm -hmm. of the character doesn't matter to me. And I thought this movie was so incredible from that regard is that she is just tough as nails is there anybody tougher in any movie we've covered i'm talking arnold schwarzenegger i'm talking john claude van damme nobody was tougher than Charlize theron in this film i mean nobody. the one thing i sort of noticed more than anything was <laughs> especially when she was fighting tom hardy so i do i did love the part where so there's a part in this movie everyone where uh hardy uh mad max uh, shows up at the uh at the at the war at the at the at the war machine they have the what do they call yeah. it the, the, the war escape. rig the war rig, war rig. and sh- and Charlize uh, her characters escape with the uh, four or five ladies that were being used as baby makers for Morton mm-hmm. Joe, and uh, he sort of sees them in the distance after he's wrecked out, <clears throat> and he's gonna like try to you know get some safety or get some water or get a you know do whatever, and he sort of you see him roll his eyes as he comes around the back end because he's not sure this is a good idea or not. And then, of course, he show, he rolls around. And there's like, I did love it. There's like, you know, the five good-looking girls spraying each other with water <laughs> in a white, like, white see-through clothes. Like, all right, <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, well, I remember I saw this movie with you the first time, Nathan, in the theater. I remember yeah. we both had a reaction of like the whole theater had a reaction of like, whoa, what yeah, the hell? yeah, because it was so out of left field because this movie was so intense and so masculine yes. up until that point, and then it quickly yes. turns is like Charlize Theron and this eighties um, barbecue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like a, it was like it was like the scene from Roadhouse at the end of for right. just a second. I was like, all right, all right here we go. <laughs> Here we go. But yeah, she, yeah. The, the part I noticed about that part was, I mean, so she's fighting Max, and yeah, she's getting some help from the the uh, the, the the other the ladies at a certain point. But for mm. a lot of the time, she's fighting him with one arm. Yeah, yeah. and she kind of beats the shit out. Of <laughs> and she's fucking him yeah, up. If it, if it wasn't for the thing protecting his, I know face, she would have kicked him about. Yeah, his face would have been a bloody fucking yeah. mess by the yeah. end of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, she was a badass. But I mean, and you could have. Yeah. You know her character is written in such a way, other than the fact that she was a daughter of X Y Z and she was a right. help with the milk, the, the mothers, or many mothers or whatever. You could have easily made her character a male. I mean, it would have mm-hmm. played just as well. I mean, it would just have been the same thing. But uh, yeah, her character was a uh, yeah, she was a badass. I mean, Ripley's a badass too, so I can't. I yeah, mean, it's pretty hard. But she's definitely a physical, the most physical badass. So she's done a lot of those movies lately. 
that uh, yeah. Atomic mm-hmm. Blonde, and then that mm-hmm. one that was on uh, Netflix, uh, yeah, just a couple months ago. Uh, so, oh, the old guard. Yeah, the old guard. I so. That's it's pretty decent. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty decent. But uh another part I liked about that part where there he comes around the back end of the war rig is uh that chastity belt. That uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> had like it was all metal and it had like teeth where yeah, the like kind of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. He's yeah, a like crazy little shark teeth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> that guy, by the way, Nicholas Hout, right? Yeah. yeah. Right there. So him yeah. and Nux. And, he plays Nux. Yeah, Nux and the other guy that rides in his car with him were both in the Slit. X-Men. Slit. Wait, who is Slit? He was Slit the was younger the guy... version of uh, the... So remember the main bad guy? Who, remember the main bad guy in X-Men 2, Jason? Uh, um, um, old, older dude with the, with the beard. Um, I can't think of this guy. He played Agamemnon and Troy. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. So I don't remember his character name. Trask? Was he Trask? No, he was... No. Uh, Forget Anyways, it. he was the general who put the adamantium in Wolverine. Yeah. So in X, in one of the the reboots of it, uh, he plays a younger version. Of oh that. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. I but know. But Nicholas Howard are both in that movie. So yeah. Both of them. That was interesting. But uh, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This stuff's awesome. I, I, they're showing a picture. Oh, he's showing a picture of this. I, the amount of just not trying to get people killed during these scenes where there's a yeah. hundred cars. Of all yeah. different types that any one of them could break down at any one point, yeah. and like, you know, is just incredible. Like, yeah, incredible they could do that. What the the pole guys were amazing. The pole yeah. walkers or the pole attackers, right? Like, so Jesus. they so they would be driving yeah. along. Pole they'd cats. have a, a yeah. ca- pole cats exactly, and they had like a counterbalanced pole with like a motor at the bottom of it. Yeah, it would sort of fling back and forth, jumping on uh, their enemy cars. It was. You know, awesome. And this yeah. was obviously the fuel car, the big Mercedes uh, limousine. And um, I can't, I can't recommend enough the extras on this. You guys would both find it fascinating because it goes yeah. into detail about the thought they had behind the different vehicles and their ranks. And like you'll notice, like the the one that the immortal, uh, the Morton. the main bad guy, uh, Morton Joe, he carry, he drives around, and they call it like a throne, and they made it <laughs> kind of throne like. <laughs> yeah. And it's two Cadillac Devilles, and they and their uh, thought was like, you know, how rich are you going to be? Like a, a bigger sign of your wealth is that not only do you have one thing, you have two great things. So they, yeah, that's why they made two it with Cadillac. Two Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. I got to watch um, these extras. Yeah, I have the Blu-ray. I haven't, I haven't watched the extras. On yeah, there. they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. And it, uh, even better than that is I, so I have is the digital copy that I got from Apple and mm-hmm. like I paid for it years ago and it actually comes with a black and white version of this film. It's called the Chrome edition uh, and the entire movie in black and white. And I know that that sounds odd with the amount of color in this movie, but it is incredible to watch yeah. this movie in black and white. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen that one yet. I thought it was called like blood and Chrome, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I haven't seen that. I I wouldn't mind watching it. I, I do need to watch the extras extras of this. What I, what I love about post apocalyptic movies a lot about yeah. uh, uh, is I, I like the little callbacks to like what they think could happen in the future. Like sure. you know what corporate there's a part where uh, Nux is hidden in the back of the war rig after all the right. shit's gone down, and one of the 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 lady sees him as the, the one that becomes sort of his love interest and starts mm-hmm. sort of talking to him and he's complaining or you know kind of you know whining about how he's you know failed <laughs> you know Jason mm-hmm. what <laughs> Jason when he goes when he when he goes up to Morton Joe and they're chasing at the end <laughs> and he tells him he's like hey if I jump over there 
uh, there's a car apartment I can fucking get into and sneak up on these guys. And Immortan Joe's like, yeah, yeah, do it, or whatever, you know, because what he yeah. says, like, oh. Immortan, if I get on the rig, there's a way inside. What is your name? It's Milks. I'll pike her in the spine. Keep her breathing for you. No. Put a body skull. Stop the rig. Return my treasures to me. And I myself will carry you to the gates of Valhalla. And I await it. You will ride eternal, shining and chrome. He says like I'll carry your, I'll carry you to the gates of a hollow myself. He says, yeah. mm-hmm. but he gets all like stoked about. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and he you're, fucks it you're up. talking about, yeah, you're talking about the part where, yeah, yeah. I think it's Rick just like throws him across on the back of this <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah. and he like gets up there. He's got the gun that Morton gave him and everything, and then he goes to run off down the back of this thing, and his goddamn chain gets caught and jerks him yeah. off <laughs> the gun and goes. It's, you know, sliding down and it's just oh, and that's when that's when my favorite thing, one of my favorite things that they say is that Morton Joe's looking over, and he's like, ah, mediocre. And <laughs> yeah, they, always, they always say mediocre when they're not yeah, doing it. Oh, yeah. like, like, yeah. on people like mediocre. somebody's like, this me, and then he goes off and dies and slips like mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. That's real nice. So I love that because he gets all depressed because he fucks up, right? Yeah. So he's in the back of this thing and he he at one point he says, uh, you know, I should be walking with the Immorta, he says, uh mm-hmm. McFeasting with the heroes of all oh, time. You sh- I missed that. It's oh, on the it, it was on yeah, it was on the subtitle awesome. the way I saw it and I was like, McFeasting. McFeasting. So I just love how they put these little yeah, I mean, that's amazing. It's like an entirely different language, by the way. Yeah. And unless unless it's some sort of weird pigeon that goes on in Australia that we just don't know about. I mean, because yeah. that's possible. You know, we have weird fucking dialects here that people don't know about. But uh yeah like you know like louisiana bullshit but it's almost like yeah like not another language but someone had to someone had a just a vast fucking just imagination for that yeah words they put in there and shit like that just like yeah just awesome well that's the thing i mean that's that's what makes these kinds of movies these kinds of fantasy films especially ones that they work so hard and spend so much time on i mean that's kind of what made lord of the rings so rich was all of the detail behind the cultures some of it a little extreme um but it's always entertaining when they when like i always really appreciate the effort that they put into that because it does come through even though they don't always show it but i thought i thought the amount of uh context behind the story was really quite impressive um and it doesn't necessarily surface but also this movie doesn't treat the audience like dummies like they don't like sit there Mm -hmm. and say this is what this means this is what that means (laughs) it kind of just lets it happen and i think that's cool yeah they don't have a lot of exposition which is awesome yeah i love all he's showing right now he's showing the imdb page for this and all of the names of all of the uh, all the characters and yeah again it's it's like the, whoever came up with all the names, the names are just so interesting, and they're not all like they're not all like the Deg or you yeah. know, the Lion, or they're all weird and different. Like you, yeah. So whoever came up with that shit's awesome. I also like. Yeah. I mean, every one of these characters again, you're showing the guy who's playing the guitar. By the way, it's no, awesome. It's the Doof, the Doof Warrior. Yeah, the Doof mm-hmm. Warrior when he's playing the guitar is in front of the. At the end, Max gets in a fight like right around yeah. him. Yeah. And uh, you know he gets into this fight, and then basically as soon as he's let go by Max after the fight he starts playing again 
<laughs> like it's like nothing happened. I almost died. No, no problem. I'll be grab this guitar and start playing right again. Like no, no worries or whatever. But uh, that was awesome. But all the different characters. So like all the 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 main guy, the bullet farm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know that guy was awesome. Like first of all, he couldn't believe he was blinded when Furiosa yeah. yeah. light. He he can't believe it. He's like and he's and he's like hut hut to get him to go. You know because he wants mm-hmm. him to go. And then uh, Jason, do you, if you had the if you had the uh, subtitles on, you know what he was, he was, he's yelling yeah. as he's shooting at these guys with his, like, like his machine guns or whatever. Yeah. He's saying, I am the scales, scales of justice, of justice. Yeah. conductor of the choir of yeah. death. And then he's like, sing brother Koch. Yeah. Hey, he has a heckler and Koch. So he's talking about his guns. He's oh like, sing my God. brother Koch. So he's yeah. like, literally like praising his guns as he's shooting at these guys. So, Shooting it up. So it's, it's, uh, that was really awesome. Then we shoot at him. They're like, they're like, why are you shooting? He's like, probing. Yeah, <laughs> only probing. I'm only probing. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, and Ollie again. I have some notes here, but yeah, that guy right there is awesome. I mean, yeah. he had a bullet in his tooth. Uh, so weird looking. But like the detail again, like his whole thing is bullets, everything, everywhere. Uh, yep. Furiosa, by the way. Do you guys remember what her fucking gas pedal looked like? Uh, yeah. It was a foot, I thought. I thought it was a foot. Am I wrong? No, it's a, it's a shit. The gas pedal and her war rig is one of those foot measuring devices when you oh, go to a shoe store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can yeah, lock yeah. down. Yeah, 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 there's a word for it. Out. I can't remember the kind of device what it's called, what it's called, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's just just crazy. Just and don't even. Yeah, and and the, some of the the imagination. Her missing arm and the freaking uh, uh, prosthetic. That yeah. she has, yeah, uh, is fantastic. I also like uh, how it hangs from her belt, like it's yeah. on a rig around her waist, so that if yeah. she wanted to let it like sort of hang, she could or whatever. And it's also, yeah, yeah. She was also but, that great shot, remember, with her with the rifle. Yeah, yeah. And so one of the things about the bullet farmer, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because one of my favorite parts of of movies like this is when they 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 do something smart to illustrate a character's like traits like tom hardy illustrated as a badass you could do it either by having him show up on screen beat the shit out of somebody Hmm. or you can do that scene like they did in this where tom remember he kind of walks away from the war rig goes off to deal with a bullet farmer yeah and then Mm. comes and you don't see what happens you just hear explosions and shit and then he comes dragging back with a uh, a bag full of guns and he's covered in blood but it's not his Mm -hmm. you know like like that kind of like subtlety i think that's cool like i mean this obviously this movie had access to all of these special effects and yes you want to see a as much as possible but occasionally there's something kind of i don't know clever more clever about showing tom hardy as a badass just by not actually showing what he did he just went off there and kicked their fucking ass and came mm-hmm. back because your mind I has like to that. now go to your now your mind is saying what did he do and it's probably yeah. cooler than what he actually did by the way <laughs> uh yeah. but but that's like an interesting theater of the mind thing that i know i hate to take it to another different movie franchise or tv mm-hmm. franchise or book franchise but Game of Thrones, like the, that that book franchise, and Jason will know this as he read the books. George R. R. Martin, the writer, spends very little time describing battles as they happen. It's always Rob and those guys fought in the Whispering Wood, and here's what happened as they relay it to like somebody else. So it's yeah. a story. Yeah. He doesn't ever go Rob slashed left and then right or right. Anything like that. he doesn't do yeah. that. 
it's all so when you saw all those battles ollie in the tv mm -hmm. show those happened all off camera for the most part yeah. in the book they just talked about yeah. it. and it was awesome because you're always like because you couldn't tell by the way whether someone was embellishing it because you were just like how did he do that how did he, how did he kill that because lannister killed like nine guys on the way to like doing it you know it's like how did he do that and so yeah, yeah. this is another one that that scene i remember watching yesterday because i watched this yesterday i was like that's fucking awesome like i love the fact that he just walked off camera Mm -hmm. bunch of explosions happen. There's no way you think he should be able to kill all those guys, but he did right. somehow. So how do you yeah. do it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And um, you come back, you're like, whoa, fucking Tom Hardy, man. He's yeah. badass. And the blood's <laughs> so, not even his. Getting back to your, your comment about like the cool character name. So you remember this guy, right? Yeah. Okay. His, uh, yeah. Char his character name is The Organic Me Mechanic. I think that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's so like, this is the guy in the, like the doctor. This is the guy in the movie who who does the tattooing on Tom Hardy in the very beginning. Yeah. He does the uh, sort of C section of the baby Ugh. at the end. Yeah. That part was uh, a little rough. Yeah, that this guy also rough. is one of the only guys with hair, by yeah. the way, and it's yeah. a little patchwork. But I noticed that as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy was a really cool character. And I, I didn't know it was the great organic mechanic, but I did yeah. notice on the subtitles they call them organic. They yeah. They, they 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 represent as that, but uh, why did Morton Jason? I noticed at the end, Rick just had a he had a tank on his back. Was that mm -hmm. like an oxygen tank? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I saw it because he gets ripped. He gets it ripped off. What part of it? And yeah. then and beats beat it over the head with it. But Matt Max beats it. Yeah, over yeah. Head with it. I mean, uh, yeah, it could be some little oxygen thing, but I, and then I don't know. and then I didn't notice until the it very end, but. So those of you who have or haven't watched the movie, there's a, they have this, so Morton Joe, the main bad guy, has got a citadel which can release some water that's in an underground yes. aquifer called Aquacola. I mentioned mm -hmm. it earlier. They sort of use it to control this populace of probably about a thousand people that sort of gather around the bottom of this big you know, rock that comes out of the desert yeah. that spouts this water out of it. But uh, so first off, you know, Hey, how are they living? I mean, that's hardly any water. It's not getting anyone. And yeah. uh, and I do love how he says, "Don't get addicted to water." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck? Yeah, uh, so they've either like they've either like evolved to not need as much or something. Or I also noticed that they they carry around these little backpacks, these big these yeah. backpack looking things that are strapped that are actually like shades. They're like tent shades that they strap to their backs, and they, huh. they look like they just those big things on the bed they fall on the ground and then it covers them and keeps them out of the sun it's what it looked like to me at the end did you guys hmm. see notice that i Maybe didn't were, i did not I mean, you guys that. noticed those big things on their backs at some point right like some of, of those people had, on their backs yeah, yeah. well at yeah. the end i noticed that when furiosa and them were coming back mm. some of the people were popping up from underneath them like they're yeah. on the ground and i was like what the fuck but it kind of makes sense if they don't have any shelter out there right so very odd yeah so it's yeah it's just really really but I got a quite one more question for you, Jason. Yeah. At the end, when uh, spoiler alert, uh, Morton Joe gets his face ripped off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why, why? His mask. Well, why? I know, but it rips off part oh. of his face. Oh. It's been a big. Like, it had know. a big red. I don't ruin. know if he had something in his mouth or something, or possibly the way it was hitched onto his face when it got torn off. It that just, had to you know, be it. Came because, off so yeah. fast it tore a bunch i mean she hooked something like she she has something that she like it's a harpoon or some shit that she came up with with a chain and on hook, it and hooked it and, to the axle yeah hooked it and yeah and she puts it 
in his mask. Maybe she got it into his freaking jaw. Oh, and tore apart of his yeah, jaw. Yeah, maybe she. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "What it the was fuck?" Jesus, it was very gruesome. Yeah. But it was it was a great it was a great great ending for the bad guy for sure. And then oh, they yeah. drive they drive up to the citadel with a body on the on the hood. Yeah. Can we yeah. talk a little? Can I ask one more question about the car? Sure. Yeah. So Jason, in the very first, you know, he in the first movie, what does he drive? He drives the inter- interceptor. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Last yeah, of the, the V8, last of the V8. Last of the V8s. Right. It's yeah. actually in the, it's in this movie too, though. Yeah. Right. So I had forgotten. Like I had thought when he when he shoots slit or he shoots at the guy driving the car that slits on he slits yeah. on top of his car. Yeah. At the end, mm-hmm. feeding yeah. it like gas in the end of the right in the yeah. car. Right. And uh, then it goes veering off because yeah. uh, the guy gets shot in the face by that lady. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but then it comes back. Somehow he comes back. Then he get he gets in between the war rig and another rig and just, just gets his car destroyed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I had forgotten that he got his car destroyed. And this whole time I thought, like after he leaves at the end, he's gonna go back and get his car and just gonna go grab his car and go. But yeah, uh, so what's what's he gonna do? Like I don't know, get somebody else's damn car. Yes. He loved that car though because his car gets taken. It gets taken over and gets transformed into a a bad guy car. So like yeah. this picture here that I'm showing on screen shows the original interceptor in its original condition, and then it gets taken over and they they jack it up yeah. some <laughs> off road tires on it. He they does add not a like that. To it. Yeah, and so it, it definitely stops being his car and starts being somebody else's. But <laughs> hey, that's my car. He says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was almost like a John Wick. I thought was going to happen at a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> But this thing is insane. So I'm showing right now the, <laughs> the Morton Joe's double Cadillac. The wow, vehicle. I never noticed that. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, got, really it's, cool. got, it's got the back end of a Cadillac. It's got half of a Cadillac on top of another Cadillac. On top amazing. of the yeah. suspended. Yeah, the track then, was ingenious for going across the water. Yeah, so oh, yeah. the bullet the bullet farmer has like a tank basically. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean it's so the way that it's described and I'm stealing somebody's description of it, but basically the cars in this movie are essentially wardrobe. They become wardrobe yeah. because everybody's character is sort of portrayed in their cars. Even Invictus had the big kind of toy-like monster truck. You know, the big shiny uh-huh. monster truck because he's basically a man-child. Like he's just this like big oafish like very <laughs> simple-minded uh brute and so therefore he has a very oafish big simple-minded monster truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, so uh, it ties in. You know? so same with the guy in Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a, yeah, he, yeah. Was a <laughs> he had a monster yeah, yeah. truck. Exactly. Yeah, he had a monster truck. I did love that, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, this, everything about this movie was pretty much uh, on point. Uh, yeah, and almost other... almost no dialogue. And think about mm-hmm. the number of scenes that like an actual storyline is being being illustrated, and you didn't miss the di- I didn't miss the dialogue. I mean, like you you'd see a scene in between you know Tom Hardy's character and Charlize Theron, and it might be like the thing where he's taking away all of her guns, and you don't need to hear them talk. Why do you them talk? There's no talking mm-hmm. needed. Just you know they didn't they just didn't bother. No, uh, that whole part where he shows up at the back of the war rig. Yeah, he does a lot of this with his gun. He just kind of motions people over, yeah, people to him, which I I thought was interesting. I also thought, well, he could have just said something to him, but uh, but he did, <laughs> but he didn't do any of that. He was just kind of doing the move, and yeah, that was mm-hmm. yeah. It was like I wanted to. I bet you would be able to find it. Like I wanted to do a search for how many words he said in this movie. 
I have that in the trivia. I have oh, that in trivia. Nice. Okay, good. All right. There so, you go. Thank uh, I've already right. taken care of that. Uh, right. So we've we've talked a lot about what we love on this film. Yeah, I yeah. the only thing I have listed in the like didn't love. I always I mean this this director <laughs> loves to do kind of gross stuff. But the the breast the breast <laughs> strangeness, like the whole thing with the big women with the big boobs and the like suckling thing. Mother's like, milk, bro. Yeah. Mother's milk, yeah, that was well, a little like, ugh, what the hell? Well, that, that's oh, also that's also a big thing theme of the boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not only for not only for what's his face, but uh, there's a guy named Mother's Milk, and in the comics, yeah. they haven't yeah. talked about it yet in the show, but in the mm-hmm. comics, his his mom's still alive, and he drinks her milk. Mm. It so keeps that, him strong. Keeps him strong. Comics, well, we're not talking about that, but man, yeah, that, that gets all crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I did. Lo- I did. The breastfeeding strangest was odd. I mean, it, but you know, I guess that was part of. Well, that they're hauling it. I mean, they're they're yeah. They're, why are they hauling, hauling mother's milk? But why? Yeah. To, for people well, to eat, make cheese yeah, must, out of. It must be a very precious commodity, and like yes. also like, and you know, they they trade. They obviously trade Aquacola for bullets, and bullets for gas, and gas for yeah, yeah, like yeah. economy. Mother's milk's part of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. So sort of semi confused, but I guess they got no goats. No. So no was goats, there so. anything else you guys didn't like? The only other thing that comes to mind, and it, it's a character that, believe it or not, we haven't discussed at all because it was such a weird part. But you remember Invictus had a brother, and it was that little kind of like dwarfy dwarf guy. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, what was that about? Like, I <laughs> did not. It was just another sort of. Uh, they were just trying to show you the odd, the the oddness of the future. Yeah. And my that wasn't the thing that threw me off about that guy. The thing that threw me off that guy was that he had had heart surgery. Yeah. <laughs> he had a scar on his chest, and I was thinking eh, they probably should have covered that up because I'm pretty sure no one's had heart Wait, surgery. Wait, did they have a name for that guy? Because it's Rictus, Rictus Erectus. What's the name of I, the little dwarf kid guy? I'm, 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 I'm looking. I can't find him because I'm uh, like I'd like to know if he's an actor that's done other stuff. I can't I can't find yeah, him. Yeah. I can swear he was in. Uh, he might have like been a Twin Peaks things, or something. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that that was pretty. That was pretty. Like that was pretty random. I, mean, I didn't hate him. I thought he was. I thought, he was it, I thought it was just another one of the oddities they were sort of trying to show. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah that, 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 the thing that threw me off again was that he looked like he had heart surgery. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure they have done heart surgery there for a while. Uh, I say I have organic. The only thing, yeah. But he, <laughs> the guy lived though. The only thing that uh, I say I would not, I didn't like about this movie, and it was more because of uh, it was a nitpicky thing when they're <laughs> really nitpicky when they're driving in the very first chase when furiosa has sort of gone rogue and they send out uh nux and slit and they get in the, they get their blood bag on the car they're driving off they're chasing after her and the front right tire gets fucking broken or blasted yeah, yeah. They're going real. So I don't know if anyone here has ever tried to drive with a flat. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. In, or in sand. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. the idea that they could counterbalance it with one person's weight on the back and still drive yeah. fast, I think is pretty not possible. And then the other part is, I mean, he hits the nitrous as well doing the thing. <laughs> Not and I, I love that. That's the thing that got you. Well, off. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, know, but, 
I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, fucking Rickus at one point pulls off the fucking motor of a car at the very end or the yeah, truck. Pulls it over his head. And then so, yes, that is the one part that fucking fucked me up. So, I will. Fucking okay. Nathan, you're like, I why did he call AAA? I, I don't understand. <laughs> I was more like, all right. But, uh, but, uh, but that was that's very nitpicky and that didn't do anything. Yeah. It was just, that was just, literally, I thought everything else. I mean, other than other than I was wondering what the the weird silt ladies, the silt mm. the silt farmers on the on the on oh the, the crows, yeah, the crows, yeah. what they were doing, like what were they, and what and I was thought was that water drinkable, and why didn't they get out and try to find the source and drink it? You know, like I was like I was, I was confused by that, but I not that I didn't like it. I just wanted a little. So more. one sort of funny side note is that my old job. Um, I used to support an Australian client. And when I were, whenever I would do PowerPoint presentations, I would find a way to sneak this image into the background of the PowerPoint <laughs> presentation. So the image I'm showing is the whole armada uh, like, driving yeah. down the road. And like, yeah. when I got a good relationship with some of those people down there, I used to always joke like, so when you guys drive in traffic, is it kind of like Mad Max? Like, do you have like- <laughs> Stand on top of your car with guns and shit like that. I do love this picture that you are showing, but no one else can see on the yeah. podcast. But is they're all posed, like yeah. hey, po- pose and be nice, guys. Well, you don't act like you're gonna kill us as you're driving down the road. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jason, anything you didn't like about this movie? I can't imagine you couldn't. You didn't like anything. Uh, no, everything about it was amazing. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, we didn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm fine. Oh, with we that. didn't even talk about like the other, like the other peoples out there the guys with the porcupine cars the motorcycle yeah. guy gang yeah uh, dudes and you know i mean there was just so Those much guys were cool too yeah and the way yeah, they fought was, uh, they would oh jump over and yeah. throw, throw grenades throw down, down, down on you, on you. yeah all that yeah. kind of stuff dude that one stunt where she's yes. running and they're firing yes. at her and she yes. goes underneath yes. to get up and the dude yes. jumps his bike hits the ground lets it slide under to grab onto her while i was just like what I have that high right here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just amazing. It's amazing. And this movie was so incredible in the big screen. This is like, like at at the, at the movie theater in the big screen. I think we saw it in IMAX, Nathan. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, And like, I know, like I, you know, knock on wood, Cinerama comes back after the pandemic because like they will often do like 70 millimeter, like film, uh, expos like they'll show this movie again they'll show um alien they'll show like big big screen pictures that you can't see very often and it's like i would i would gladly sign up to go again because i think Mm -hmm. this movie is really best seen on the big screen it's great on the home flat screen but it's really uh screening room kind of film you want something that's going to like take over yeah uh and the sound and the music it's just it's just an incredible film um cool mm-hmm. uh let's see uh we've got we've covered pretty well what we didn't love the only open question i have is like did the struggle that the filmmakers have to make this movie make it better like it's like so many movies get like pitched one day filmed three months later released yeah. another half hour later like this movie clearly was like a passion project for this guy for years and is it like the fact that it didn't get made in 2000, it didn't get made in 2010, and finally got done in 2015, did that make it better? I mean, I think that if you write anything and you would revisit it even a week later and you go yeah. to rewrite it, it's going to be better. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, writing social media headlines I, at my job sometimes or social media, like Twitter, Twitter tweets, and I'll go and I'll yeah. look at it the next day and I'll go, oh, it could have here's how it could have been better so sure. he had 15 years to sort of make it better so i think it was yeah i mean would i have 
do I want all sequels or all things that take 15 years? No. No. But I think that in this instance, yeah, other than maybe losing out on the chance to have, um, what's his face, Mel Gibson do it. Yeah. Um, if he would have done it earlier. I think that, yeah, I think it actually benefited from it for sure. I don't know Technology. that it would have been as good with Mel Gibson. I know Mel Gibson was iconic as the original Mad Max, but I feel like it would have felt like a rehash. Like, oh, are you really doing this again, buddy? You yeah, maybe. Them. You're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, so when Arnold does any more Terminators, it's always like that. Any new Terminators. Yeah. Like, well. What do you you think, Jason? I don't know. I mean, it makes sense to me that uh, that having the extra time, if you have written it and then can tweak it and maybe you think of something like, oh, yeah, that's probably not going to work. I better do this. It gives you a lot of time to kind of smooth things out, really Mm kind of think about what you want, and Mm -hmm. then, you know, when you finally get the time, actually implement it. So I would imagine, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, don't know. I could also see somebody taking forever and then just making it worse. Cause, yeah. Cause, you know, I've done that before. Like, I'm going to take longer on this thing and then fiddle around with it too much. And then oh, I've fucked it up. Yeah. I have uh, a bad feeling the Avatar sequels are going to be in that category because like it's been, not, it's been 10 years now since mm. Avatar came out and they're working on like four Avatar movies all at once. And I think that's Sprit? potentially hazardous because like, like, I think if you did them in stages, you know, like if you fucked up number two, you can come back and go like, okay, what do we learn? But instead, they're going to make them all at once. So, really? uh, yeah, he's, yeah, James Cameron has been like promising Avatar sequels since like, like the Lord of the Rings Avatar. thing where they do them well, all I thought they were going to do, I didn't realize they are going to do so many. Oh, yeah, there's going to be like four Avatars. Let me double check real what quick. The... I mean, I'm one of the, while well, he checks that, I'm one of the probably four people on this planet that don't like the Avatar movie. Like, what? I don't think it's all that good. All right. It's okay. It's just, oh, that was great. It does remind me a little of Old Man's War. Uh, the, that I book. never f- finished reading. I know we talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, people getting into basically bigger warlike bodies and I'll get it on Audible. Uh, it's pretty dope. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm one of the ones that didn't. Uh, you know, I kind of didn't. Yeah. Much fun. Uh, it's, uh, what? Man, you're right. Yeah. One, two, two, three, three four, five. five. <laughs> <laughs> 2028 five. Friends Jesus. Avatar 5 is supposed to be out. And then he's going to do a TV series called True Lies. A True Lies TV series. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess if it had Arnold in it, I'd watch it maybe. Sure. I did love True what? Lies, the movie. Yeah. That movie was yeah. awesome. I, I filming. don't understand. Like, how, yeah. do you make, how do you make so many movies of Avatar? How do you, yeah, I mean, this is like, I see it, I mean, we're not talking about it, but this is like, okay, so the Navi get control of some fucking spaceships and go out into the whole fucking universe or so i mean how do you what the hell are they doing they just keep getting attacked i guess well also apparently the the avatar sequels are also going to be largely underwater there's a whole thing about like the underwater part of uh of that planet will be featured all right or cgi jacking off basically Let me show you with our CGI. It's going to make it look like it's underwater. Like, All right. Well, shit. Oh, it's going to okay. be uh, Avatar times uh, the Abyss. Yeah. yeah. Or like with a chest burster from Alien coming out. Yeah. Right? All those I things. I mean, they, if they do a CGI version of Bill Paxton, I'll be pissed, though. Like, don't <laughs> be <pissed at> <laughs> no, I'll fuck that up unless you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, okay. Standard questions that we always cover are like, I, I know the answer for Nathan. Like, when did you see the first time? Did you see this in the theater, Jason, too? Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was so hyped for this when it came out. Just yeah. gassed, stoked, all the things. Like, oh, damn, that's amazing. And then, you know, 
all the all the controversies did not turn me off about it. Yeah, controversies. Remind me again the controversies. Like the oh, I think people were bitching about you know a very strong female lead. Oh, who had a huge part. Yeah, that was that was one of the ones I heard. It's like, oh, it's not Mad Max if it's you know about Furiosa's story. Yeah, if it's Furiosa's story. Furiosa's fucking tough as nails, man. She was badass. I don't. I I mean, I'd watch that movie. Yeah, it was good. It was awesome. I thought both of them were were very well cast, and it was. I I wouldn't change either of those actors. I thought they were both perfect for it. Yeah. Um. And by contrast, though, like Charlize Theron played the bad guy in Prometheus, and she was awful in that. I thought she was terribly cast in that because she yeah. was not hateable. Like you just no. like, eh, she was like a you know selfish executive, but it wasn't really. You didn't really despise her. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think that's critical for that part. Uh, how many times have we watch this? I at least it's at least once a year. I break this out and usually like it's also odd but i really love watching this movie on a plane because i like the funny looks i get from fellow passengers <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly my ipad yeah yeah uh i've seen it probably same as you probably five times four or five times yeah, yeah. Uh, at least. Like yeah. I, i've been meaning to watch it more i think recently and i've now i've got to go watch at least the last part again and see her fight the uh the other imperator uh, nope nope you guys you have to watch the extras it's i do like, have to do that too yeah I have to like an hour too. maybe an hour and 10 minutes total but i'm telling okay. you you'll, you will get yeah, yeah. Gain no, a, a greater appreciation for what they did with this film when you see yeah it. i'm definitely gonna do that yeah um does this movie hold up of course it of course it does up. yeah <laughs> it's hold yeah. up for a really long time because of practical effects by the way this will hold up yeah. for years and years and years and years and years because of practical effects that's the yeah. main reason it'll hold up and lack of bad acting because there was hardly any dialogue as well so you can't have that in there either so it's gonna hold up for many years oh, yeah yeah, yeah. um should it be made again yes please make another one we've yeah, talked make about another that. One. that yeah make another version potentially going to do it and if if so who should be in it and as always my answer is um the rock yeah the rock should be in it <laughs> i think he'd be good Mad Max. Us, yeah <laughs> oh man he could be like another yeah he could remake like yeah the road warrior or something have him be like lord humongous or whatever is that road warrior or is that the road? son of humongous yeah road warrior. Yeah. yeah yeah uh i would think that uh you know everyone's still young enough that they may if they they should try a sequel first and then you know, this is one of those characters, again, I think that they could easily slot someone into again 20 years down the road and mm-hmm. just have a new retelling of it. And it would probably still be cool as long as they had a good cast and good director. I'm with you there, but I think George Miller is kind of unique. I don't know that you can repeat George Miller. And I will say, like, he, I'm, so I'm looking at his credits right now, and technically there is an announcement. Oh, oh okay. Mad Max, The Wasteland. Oh, uh, all right. So that has been planned. It doesn't say it doesn't have any production details. Uh, Since the prequel, though, centered on Imperial Furiosa, so it wouldn't have Max at all in it. I'm assuming. Well, but yet it's got. It's yeah, got but yet Max it's got him in there. So what the hell? Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do, but uh, yeah, okay, all right. Well, I'm down with it. And yeah, I mean, I hear you on the if George Miller didn't do it, like, should we? Um, yeah, if he's dead though. We want another Mad Max movie. Uh, Maybe we'll have someone do one. We'll see what happens. But uh, Quentin Tarantino. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Maybe huh. that would yeah. be a little strange. It would be hardly any action. A lot of uh, a lot more talking. A lot of dialogue. A lot of Max talking about <laughs> yeah. his childhood and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Next. Next okay. question. 
so it's time for uh, the Bill Paxton Award. So uh, sure. I have my nominee, and before I announce it, I would welcome. Uh, let's get Jason's nominee. Who is your Bill Paxton? Oh Award? man, man. You know, um, I, I, I can't. I, I'm trying not to count because I'm not sure who the star was mm-hmm. <laughs> in the first place. Because when their names come up on the screen, they're doing. I would this say thing. we combo. So like, I was thinking stars, was so I don't combo choose of both either of those. Combo. I'm probably, I'm probably going to go with. Uh, I'm probably going to go with Immortan Joe. Well, you know what? I'm probably going to go with Nux. Going with Nux. I'm going hard with Nux because all the shit that he does, he has some awesome lines. He's Mm -hmm. just such a great part of the movie. The whole like, I am the man who who grabs the sun and all that shit. His Mm -hmm. his devotion at the beginning of it. His When he's ripping out all the things to get all the... Yeah, yeah. He's he's trying to to blow up. Yeah, yeah. He's going (laughs) to sacrifice himself. He's going to do a witness me thing. And then at the end, he finally does get his witness me. You know, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I think he's he's an amazing addition. Yeah, yeah, he was I'm great. Gonna, I'm gonna say it was between him. I was gonna say the same thing between him and Morton Joe. I just Morton Joe's sort of, you know, the Bill Paxton Award is for the guy that like steals the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know Morton Joe's in most of the scenes kind of by himself. You know, yeah. is the main. But even when he's in the scenes where they're all driving around, you know, his even the mediocre and yeah. all the things that he does are basically scene scene stealers. And you know, it helps that he looks like a crazy fucking weirdo mutant as well. But um, yeah. I, I'm going to say I'm going to go a little bit different than that. So I'm going to go with Morton Joe, mm-hmm. and uh, you can't. Mary says is awesome. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's uh, he's also a religious figure, which is always interesting to see. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna say Morton Joe. So I was about to go with um, Invictus or whatever the son, this gentleman. But uh, I agree Rick, with Rick, you. Rictus. Rict- Rictus, yeah. Uh, but I I would agree with you. I think Morton Joe was definitely the scene stealer. He, but you know, I, now that I look at him, I think like most of his work was done by the time they finished his costume. Like as far as an acting role, I mean. He literally didn't have much to do, but then to sit there and look intense. No, I mean, I mean costume is incredible. Uh oh, Ollie might have froze. Ollie, you're fri- you're freezing a little bit. Uh, okay, how's that? Good. Am I still here? Hello. We'll start I'm talking again. See what happens. There. Uh, I heard. I heard. Good night. Now you're doing. Now you're doing better. You, you're. I don't think you're All right. As, uh, I've given you a little bit of an editing project then. Sorry about that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. So, so what were you saying about his acting was done? Basically his acting, his, his. Oh, I see you're saying. The costume basically made him. The costume is him. Yeah. But it, it, it's incredible. So I would agree with you there. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I think he's, he's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead though. He's dead. Uh, All right. Cool. So, uh, how much did this movie cost to make? It cost 150 to 185 million dollars. Wow. Uh, it made 375 million dollars. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which actually is it's a lot of money, obviously. But when you uh-huh. consider the investment in it, it isn't that big of a, a, a you know, a three X or a five X. Yeah. Which you sometimes uh, see. It's a big movie, but it's not for everybody. It's also rated R. So like, right. it's not, uh, so this actually kind of ties into some of the discussion we've had in the past that there's like a lack of kick-ass R-rated action movies. This is an exception. This is an, a, like a, a perfect example of a great R-rated action movie. Yeah, they probably also didn't give the Chinese their due in this movie enough to make it into to, the Chinese market. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> get, that, get the China bump. But uh, mm. yeah, I mean, this is another one where uh, I thought it would have made more, but I guess I bet you it made 
decent amount on the Blu-ray and the, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff as well. But um, I think it's going to have a lot more staying power, though. It's going to stay yeah. around. People are going to keep watching it, uh, keep buying it, keep renting it, that sort of thing. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I would have expected it to do better. In the, but again, like you said, R-rated doesn't yeah. help with uh, box office at all. Um, yeah. And, and also, you know, it's Mad Max, not Batman, right? Sure. It's, uh, you know, so it's got that going against it as well. And it's not Mel Gibson, it's Tom Hardy. It got 10 Oscar nominations, I believe, and won six awards, but none of the big ones. So, so mm. it won like for effects and costume right. and editing and all that stuff. It didn't win for director. It didn't win for best picture. But mm. I tell you, sure. like, and we've talked about this, this before, but like the movies that win best picture are so forgettable. And they're, they're all just terrible. Awful. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually something that's like, you know, it was either politically motivated or it's the the issue of the moment. So therefore it wins. And then you think about it later and you never want to watch it again. But I can't I can't think of another movie from 2015 that I would watch any time other than this one. I never was those fucking award shows. They're all terrible. Uh, But I I agree with you. Um, This is the yeah, it should have. I think it should have won some sort of other award that was Mm -hmm. bigger than what they did. But yep. But uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so just be, so I want to motor through this just in case my internet connection has another problem. So hopefully not. Yeah. But uh, but we talked a little bit about casting. But Mel Gibson and Heath Ledger were cast in this movie at different times in attempts to make this film. I think Heath Ledger would have been interesting, uh, you know, because obviously he had the chops to do it because he did an incredible Joker. So he might be mm. an amazing. Mm-hmm. I w- maybe wouldn't cast him as Max, but maybe as as a not in a Morton Joe, but maybe as uh, some other uh, character would have been fun, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I can, I, it's hard to see him like going doing the vicious sort of punch action scenes as a Joker. It was more of a, I mean, he fought people, but not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't that good at it in the, in the, as a joke, he did more of a shooting people and taking knives after him and stuff. I mean, he fought him, but like, yeah. I don't know. I can't see him like jumping around, I guess, like mm-hmm. Max did at the very first, but yeah, he would have been good. He would have been fine, but. Um, so over 80% of the effects seen in this film are practical effects, including Fuck stunts, man. makeup, and sets. CGI was used sparingly, ma- mainly to enhance the Nib- Namibian landscapes. They, they filmed this in mm. Namibia, which is in Africa. Oh. Uh, they removed stunt rigging, and for, the, for Furiosa's arm, they CGI'd out her arm. Yeah. So, they used, yeah. like, so they had her arm covered with green, and they would just like remove it. They did a really good job with that. Yeah. Really did an good. amazing job with that. Yeah. Um, the flame shooting guitarist uh, <laughs> is actually an Australian musician named Sean Hape, better known as Iota. Mm. Um, he says the guitar weighed over 132 pounds and shot real flames. <laughs> controlled, he controlled the flames using the whammy bar. So I thought that was kind of... That funny. is fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah that, um, that part such a splash of color too, the flame with the red. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the older actresses, like you know how there were like old women in this movie. Yeah, they all yeah. Did, they all did their own stunts too. According yeah, to that's me. crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of nuts. Because just it being on crazy. the back of that thing, I remember looking at that and people jumping around. I was going like, I wouldn't want to do that even <laughs> for a film. Like it was, I'm too lazy. First off, but it also looks like it kind of hurts yeah. jumping on metal and shit. But that's awesome. Fuck, because they had some older ladies on there doing that shit. Yeah. 
So I have a couple of Tom Hardy bits of trivia, some good, some bad here. So uh, in 2015, Tom Hardy says that he would sign on to do three more movies, but who knows if they're going to make three more movies, but like his willingness to sign on probably means that he's willing to get millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, so no surprise there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this ties into your question earlier about the number of lines. So counting the opening voiceovers and discounting any grunts, Max <laughs> has, uh, has exactly 52 lines of dialogue. So oh, 52 man. lines Jesus. of dialogue total. Yeah, so most yeah. of this guy's acting was physical, which is kind of right. interesting to think about. Like they paid him XYZ amount of money for his physical acting, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so here's an interesting piece of trivia, and this showed up in the extras too, is that George Miller and Chalice Theron did not get along with Tom Hardy during filming. They both found him difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Hardy would later apologize to Miller at the film's can premiere. So the extras talked a lot about this, and apparently like Tom Hardy thought this movie was a joke. Like He was making this film, and he thought that the director was being stubborn. He thought that the, the <laughs> plot was silly. He thought the characters were <laughs> terrible. What? And there's oh, a no. there's a clip of him doing a, a joint press conference and at the Cannes Film Film Festival and he literally is on stage next to George, George Miller and apologizes to him in the public. He's like, I didn't know what I was talking about. I you know it's one of these movies yeah. that I think if you were to see it see it being filmed you wouldn't understand what it's going to be in the end. The question was, did they mention yeah. in the extras whether Tom had seen the lore? Had, has he seen the other so. three films? Oh, okay. Yes, because so he, so he, he actually was... went. He went and had lunch with Matt with um with Mel Gibson to sort of get permission to take over the character. Oh, wow. I wonder if Mel poisoned his mind about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, George is going to do this, and uh, this isn't how I would have done it. And then when he yeah. got in, he was like, "George, what are you doing?" I heard directly from this guy, you know. So, all right, that's interesting. Yeah, I got to watch his actors. All right, cool. So I, I don't want to rush it, but because the internet connection has been rough and I apologize to you both for that. That's an unusual That's okay. thing on this end. That's right. um, let's quickly talk about, and uh, Jason, do you have anything else you want to say on this film? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I could talk about this film for probably another hour or two. Hour and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It, it's just, it's just great. I'll, I'll love it. Jason, out of the four um, Mad Max movies, yeah. where does this one rank, do you think? Uh, you love the original. Well, so. okay, the original is, uh, I think, kind of a whole different animal. So there's that one, and that's kind of like over here in this space. It's like a cult classic. I don't think a shit ton of people saw it, uh, and it only probably got popular after the Road Warrior, which, mm-hmm. in my mind, is what really kind of you know brought the whole thing onto the scene. Right. Uh, so. I think it's like the road warrior and then probably this one and then the third one and then number one, just kind of in a place on its own. You know what? I might like it better than the road warrior. I went mm. back and I watched the road warrior after seeing this film mm-hmm. and it's not, not, inclu- not including all the stuff that leads up to the chase at the end. Mm-hmm. But the chase at the end seems so fucking slow in comparison. Uh, like the yeah, vehicles yeah. didn't seem as like it just wasn't even as intense. Uh-huh. This thing, this movie's freaking chase scenes are, are so crazy and intense yeah. and just mad that, yeah. you know, you go back to the other one and it's like, it's still a good movie because there's a lot of crazy intense stuff that's going on in there. But the chase at the end is just, you can't, I can't compare the two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. I look at it, I'm just like, nah, not for Thunderdome either. 
Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that one, but that one had Master Blaster in it. So. It did have Master yes, Blaster in it, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, they had so, a, another, another dwarf guy. Another uh, yeah. dwarf guy. Yeah. And, the, you know, that wasn't a thing in the, in the original movie. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of cars and, you know, running around and stuff, but like a big chase like that, yeah. that, that didn't happen until Road Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah it's it's, it's this, super this is, interesting. It's, but it's I, up there for you, though, right? Yeah, it's it's probably sitting right next to Road Warrior for okay, me. Actually. All right, okay, all right, all right, Ollie. Well, I think it's amazing. Thank you very much, Jason, for that. I, I yeah. I'm glad that we got you on for this one because clearly you have a passion for it. I think it's an awesome film. I'm glad we covered it. Um, yeah, we had, we this is always a good this, time. Added this to our list early, and I I was very excited to to get to do it. So uh, moving on to the question I ask Nathan every time, and every time he typically fails at having a good answer. <laughs> what do you want to do next, Nathan? So I will give you that opportunity again, and at which point you will go. Oh, well, so here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> it all it always depends on who you know. The problem is, it's like I think of all these movies, and and a lot of these ones, you know. I would like to have either Jason on or some other people uh-huh. on. So I don't want to pick too many on the road because I know no one wants to hear Jason. So yeah. uh, <laughs> one of the ones that immediately came to mind is Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, and I know Jason amazing. would love to do that one too because, you know, yeah. you didn't even get to the relevant conundrum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like I'd like to do a comedy. Would be yeah. fun. We haven't done one. And that was the first one that came to mind. So how about this? How about yeah. we consider that one? We see what maybe Jason's doing next weekend. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the next couple days. Around, yeah. uh, if mm-hmm. there's something else we want to do instead, we can talk about that. Was the immediate one that came to mind? Do you have something to counter? That's perfect. I think that's good. So there are, there are three, three movies that are top of mind to me, but I'm totally good with that plan. Commando, yeah. because we need Sarah. Commando, because of Sarah. And then I thought we'd get Chris Lau back to do Point Break. Point break, right. um, okay. And then like that'll get us probably to the end of September. And then we should start talking about some sort of Halloween themed ones. Cause I really like doing mm. two back-to-back football ones. And I think mm. like, you know, we could maybe do the shining or we could do something else kind of spooky. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Or I got a better one. I was thinking about for Halloween and Sarah might be up for this is lost boys. Lost boys is a ridiculous. <laughs> <Ooh. Yeah>. Lost <laughs> boys. I used to love that movie back in the day. I haven't seen it forever, but, yeah. uh, Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's kick it around a little bit, but uh, let's okay. pencil in Galaxy Quest. Okay. Cool. Right. I'm gonna right I'm gonna on. say the sign off line before my internet connection dies. So I will see you in hell, Nathan. I'll see you assholes in hell. See you Jason. in hell. All right. Peace Thanks, out. guys.